Hi, have you missed us? You probably haven't, but we're back for the second season and quite frankly, slightly less ambitious podcast this year. We're talking all things pairs. It's three friends talking about the game they love, the team they follow and all kinds of nonsense in between. And I've got my two friends with me in the studio. Daryl Butler, hello. Wow, how are you doing? I'm very Great well. Great to, to see you for a change. I'm looking Everybody's right finished. We're in, we're, in, we're in the same room together. I can cough over you. It's great. I love it. Brilliant. No COVID restrictions. Cough oh, away, my friend. Beautiful. Peter de Sonberg. Hello. Hello, Jim. You all right? I'm okay. What a lovely thing to all be in the same room. We've done this over Zoom. We've done this over the telephone. Now we're doing it full on in the flesh. How are you feeling about that? I know you're not great with other people in public. <laughs> um, I'm all right. I'm a little bit disappointed, though, because it's obviously the first one together, and I'm the only one wearing official merch, I've noticed. So, uh, well, you're a slave to the everyone. consumer Ooh. machine, Pete, aren't yeah, you? Next week, next, next week, next month, everyone. Sort yourselves out. Yeah. I, anyway, we'll be back after this advert break. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't own anything Worcestershire at all. Do you? No, not interested. I was a unicorn these days, am I? Yeah, good call. Yeah. We've got our own on a pair merch, mate. That's what you should be representing. That's what it is. <laughs> oh, oh Pete's got the on a pair podcast you. t-shirt on. Good lad. Oh. Daryl, do you still fit in yours? Absolutely, no, I didn't fit it in the first place. <laughs> there's well, only, there was only three X's on the uh, on the side. I know, babes. That's a heartbreaker, isn't it? Um, right, guys, how have you been? Oh, great, brilliant, fantastic. How about you? Wantastic. Yeah. Wantastic. Yeah, wantastic. Wantastic sounds like a specialist website. <laughs> it is. I think probably on that note, Daz, we'll move on. <laughs> oh dear. A good start, isn't it? Right, less about Daz's wang. Let's do the news. <laughs> right, and I guess there's only really one place to start, and that is the omni shambles that is English cricket. We don't have a captain, Joe Roots resigned. We don't have a coach. We don't have anyone in charge of selection, it would appear. No one seems to be in charge of the ECB at all. Is there anyone running this ship? Rob Key, as of now. Oh! Breaking news. <laughs> yeah, I tell you what, we're recording on Sunday afternoon. Uh, Rob Key. Rob Key has literally, literally just, just been appointed as England's new managing director. Um, That's inspiring, isn't it? Well, do you know what? I like Rob Key. He's an all right dude, but by his own admission, he says he's the least cultured person he knows. He doesn't like travel. He doesn't like foreign food. <laughs> well, this is like the England cricket team. We don't go anywhere, <laughs> do we? <laughs> we like English conditions. We like fish and chips. He knows what he likes, he likes Absolutely. what he knows. Wanktastic. Stop! <laughs> <laughs> is Rob Key the guy that on Sky Sports commentary we were watching a game, he was dressed as Peaky Blinders on a treadmill? Is that is that Rob Key or have I got the wrong person? Uh, there's every chance that that could be Rob Key. He's now in charge now. Oh, God, we're an absolute mess. Um, Let's hope he unlocks the potential. I see what you've done there. Thank you. Key and lock. Start as you mean yeah, to go on, Daz. <laughs> um, so we've got our captain, Joe Root, stepped down. He never really stood a chance. All the people in the frame are either, have either been binned off by the previous regime or don't play test cricket at all. So this is going to be uh, fun. Who do we think? I mean, Burns is the only name shouted out to me as a potential captain. But he's he not, hasn't played. He's not, he hasn't played. Last, two, uh, last series. Burns isn't a dreadful shout. I mean, it looks like it's you, you've got Ben Stokes, who's definitely going to play, and then you've got Stuart Broad, who would be a short-term interim. Um, Atherton 
says he wants Stokes and he's the obvious choice. So does Michael Vaughan. Nasser is saying, I'm with Nasser, by the way. I think give Stuart Broad two years. He's got two years left. He doesn't play one day internationals. He doesn't play T20s. He's got a great cricketing brain. And the guy's got fight. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. 100%. The dude knows how to win. So just give him two years just to calm things down and hopefully someone will present themselves as a viable option. Because right now, we don't got nothing. I, I, I would avoid Stokes um, with the, the, the he can't stay fit down the, down the years with A's fitness and B's mental fitness yeah um, it's, it's a no-brainer that's I, I, he doesn't I play for Durham for me, but, um, he doesn't play any red ball cricket apart from test cricket you know so you know he'll, he'll be in the IPL and do a bit of big bash and, and, and all that sort of caper but he doesn't play red ball cricket he turns up and his natural talent gets away with, he gets away with it but he never stays fit I it's, like Broad but the, the, the shout for Burns for me is it bring a bit of stability to the, uh, the top order of the batting with chopping and changing openers left, right, and centre, maybe with a bit of stability, saying to to Burns, "You're the captain. You're going to be there every game." Yeah, I mean, I, I don't hate it. I don't hate it. But then, you know, there's the lack of options says everything, doesn't it? Yeah. Anyway, England are shambles. We knew that. Yeah. We knew that. Um, good luck, Rob Key. I hope you succeed. We're not haters. You know, fingers crossed. Hopefully, he'll pick Parkinson on a tour and actually give him a game. <laughs> I don't know what that's about. It's like a really extensive long play like prank isn't it we'll just keep selecting him for away tours and then never give the lad a bowl absolutely bonkers um other news england lost a world cup final um it was a hearty effort but the australian women's side were unbelievably good so there's no shame in losing that one um and anya shrubsoul retires 273 wickets and 173 internationals across all forms a powerhouse of the english game good on you anything to say to anya shrubsoul does Good for you. Well done. Oh, Daz, all the best for the future. I'm trying to think there. You've only got one catchphrase. (laughs) One catchphrase and you've blown it. Week Uh, one. I was trying to think what it was. Uh, Never mind, babes. Terrible, terrible. We've all had a long off-season. I suppose, finally... I went too quick then. That was the problem. That's not like you. You've never been too quick, mate. You've never been too quick. Before you move on, that cricket final was great, though, wasn't it? What did you make make of the toss? Oh, I mean, I feel like I don't think that I don't think putting Australia in with that top order, that just unstoppable top three. I don't think it was the right move necessarily, but I don't think it really matters. No. I think Australia, their trajectory is they're they're you know accelerating towards greatness. That team yeah. and England were just slightly on the downward turn. Yeah, so I think I think Australia win no matter what. I, I That's my the, take. I but. watched the start. I thought it was a really gutsy effort from those two openers. They took their time early on, saw off the swing, and then just tucked into the bowl, and it was su- it was superb. They were great to watch. In fact, the tournament was superb. Enjoyed it. And I suppose finally, a bit of news: uh, the hundred draft has taken place. None of us paid any attention to it beyond the fact that there were no Worcestershire players involved at all. I mean, Moen's a shoe in for Birmingham Phoenix because he's the poster boy, but none of our lot got picked. Not a great surprise. I like the fact that early on you've called Moen Alley not a Worcestershire player. That's setting your stall out early. Well, I mean, he doesn't play for us, does he? <laughs> Let's be honest. I mean, in the past 12 months, I did. I couldn't sleep last night because the little dude was keeping me awake. Um, my child, not my wife. Um, <laughs> although she's only five foot four. Little dude. Right. No, that won't stick. Um, so in the past 12 months, he's played more games for Chennai, Chennai Sue Perkins, for England, for Birmingham Phoenix, for the Victorians in the Bangladeshi Premier League, yes. and for the Molten Sultans in the Pakistani Super League. So he's played more games for everybody else that he plays for than Worcester. The only time he plays for Worcestershire is when he's not playing for the Phoenix and not playing for England. So he played two weeks, two weeks last season. It's the well, only the only tournament that he doesn't complete all the fixtures in is the one that involves Worcestershire. So is he really a Worcestershire player? Well, Daz and I, I'm sure we'll do some stats on this, which will make for a riveting second episode. <laughs> <isn't it? laughs> yeah. Well, there we are. That's my I'm not... 
no beef with the club or with Moen Ali about this, by the way, because, I mean, you don't see Joss Butler turn out for Lancashire much, all the same reasons. So I'm not hating on Moen. He's a good dude. And I'm not hating on the club for it. The situation is what it is. And these days, you don't really have a club. You just sort of roll around. So the, the kind of the whole thing that he's a Worcestershire player, he's more of a Chennai Sue Perkins player because he's not missing any of their games, is he? Let's yeah, be honest. you're right. Absolutely. Anyway, oh, downer early on. Well done, Jim. Let's try and pick things back up. Peter de Sonberg's been hard at work. The ins and outs. The player ins and outs we like to do at the start of the season. So, um, changes in personnel, Pete. What have you got? Okay, so Women's Rapids. Uh, Millie Home is back for a second season on loan at the top of the order. And Amy Campbell has joined. Uh, she's come from the Northern Diamonds to the Sparks, and she's been snapped up for Worcestershire and will be available for their T20 and the uh, 50 over campaign, which is good. Mm-hmm. She was the person out of UB40. No, that's Ali Campbell. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> cultural, on... cultural references placing Daz firmly in his late 30s. Um... <laughs> and on the men's side, outgoing is the person that shan't be named as Ricky Vessels. Ross Whiteley has gone for Hampshire. Milton was released and Daryl Mitchell was obviously retired. So incoming is Taylor Cornell, who we've picked up from Lancashire. Ben Gibbon, who we've picked up from the minor counties. Ed Pollock, who's an exciting signing. Big explosive player from Warwickshire at the top of the order. Um, and then I suppose we should move on to Matthew Wade, who is both an in and, and an out. out. <laughs> um, Wado, revolving door for Wado. I thought, I suppose before we do that, we should say that for the T20 campaign, we've picked up New Zealander Colin Munro, who's obviously a Worcestershire old boy, and excited about Dwayne Bravo as well. But go on then, Matthew Wade, what do we reckon? Well, what we reckon is that he's in breach of his contract in some <laughs> sort of fashion, and that's probably why we haven't heard anything from the club about it. Yeah. He agreed to sign for us. They ended up winning the World Cup. He got a better deal from the IPL, and he naffed off for the extra cash. I don't, um, I don't, I sort of don't blame him, but... And to rub salt into the wounds, you'll be able to see him play for the Birmingham Phoenix in the 100 this year as well. <laughs> I didn't know that. Wow. Really? Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah, that stings. That does sting, doesn't it? Nice that one, Wade. doesn't explain what happened to Vessels, though, does it? Because he didn't sod off to the IPL, did he? No. We, we will never know, Daz. <laughs> no, I think we're going to have I mean, to draw a line under that yeah. one. It was Tell last year. La- last year felt like a long time ago. This podcast already feels like quite a long oh. time as well. <laughs> um, so I, I suppose the, the outs all make sense. There's no gripes there at all. Um, the ins, Pollock, good signing. Yep. Worcestershire lad. I mean, got, let's do a little bit of expectation management here because, you know, he isn't going to be that gritty, nuggety top-order batsman that's going to deal with a swinging ball in April. But he will make bowlers think about something because he will go after them. Clean hitter. So, you know... Absolutely. Don't... And he's already shown that Leicester game. He'll be a great Division 2 opener, I think. Yeah. many quick runs. We're trying to set up wins. In that perfect scenario for him, and wasn't it? So Goodman yeah. said as well that, you know, it's important to get off to a good start. So I think you might see a few times this year where he gets us off, you know, 20, 30 for one, yeah, which definitely. is better than the four for one that we've been in recent years. Don't get me wrong. It's not you want an opener to stay there and stick around like Jake Libby, but I think he's been there to just be aggressive and get us off to a strong start. And Division 2, that's perfect. Yeah, different sort of player. Does he make us better at the top of the order? Actually, with all the love in the world for Daryl Mitchell, it was time to go, really, and yeah. I think we're better. Um, Azar Ali, who's come in as well. Oh, I forgot him. You I did didn't forget write him. him down. Pakistani um, international who made a big yeah, 170 he, against Australia, admittedly on a complete and utter road. He's only got one test triple century to his name as well, Pete. So. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's on, he's on me wrong page. It's oh, a good yeah. start. Oh, my word. Tatty Circus. Right. But um, Azar Ali, again, let's do some expectation management here because he played for Somerset for a few years and averaged 28 in county cricket. So let's not pretend that he's going to be a world beater. He isn't. But he does make us better. I think both Pollock and Ali will make us better in that top three. And we haven't... Well, I mean, we've already got a century out of Pollock, which is a pretty good start. 
and it gives us choices. You know, the, the team last year, as we discussed, was pretty much guilty of picking itself in, in some regards, and we didn't have options available. Whereas the batting lineup automatically doesn't pick itself. You know, Tom Fell hasn't been given a look in early doors. Josh Dell hasn't played pre-season. He's another name that's been given a contract extension. So there's there's competition for places. Cornell at the top of the order, um, and then as again as Gidman alluded to, they went with Baker in the in the Leicester game over Roderick, um, but they could easily switch that round. So all of a sudden, a couple of decent little signings have given us a lot more variety and a lot more depth. You've got to earn your place. And yep. it, I mean, it's not going to be a batting lineup that people are going to be really really scared of. But we have, again, we've got to be realistic about what we can afford and, and how we work this. But I'm I'm with you, Pete. Roderick finished the season pretty strong. He didn't score big runs, but he scored difficult, tough, nuggety runs when other players weren't getting it done. So they they signed Roderick on a three year deal. So they've signed him to play. So if they're in a situation by which if you're not good enough, you're not getting in the side. Great. Taylor Cornell, actually, Cornell looks like a good player. There's a lot to work we with tweeted, there, I think. Didn't we? He, he announced that he liked just digging in and batting for days. And we loved everything about that interview. Just so I like, I like being there. Yeah, put value on your wicket. Because yeah. we, we, we struggled with that a little bit last year. So, yeah, with, there is, with these young players as well, um, Mitchell Stanley and um, Gibbon as well coming in. Again, they're going to be part of the first team picture, potentially. Yeah, it's all right. I don't mind the recruitment process. One final in. Are we mentioning the fact that Roderick is now an honour pair official member, although he hasn't signed a contract with us? We should just. Oh out. yeah, that's a great. I totally forgot. <laughs> we we sponsor, um, we sponsor Gareth Roderick. Yes. We we thought we'd put our money where our mouth is and sponsor whoever we could realistically afford because Jake Libby was about a billion pounds, but we really dig Gareth Roderick. Yeah. Um, he's a good dude. And it didn't really get... Life wasn't on his side last year. And we reckon there's a good player in there somewhere. So we're, we're putting our money where our mouths are. Gareth Roderick's our boy. So he welcome is. to the Honor Pair family. I'm sure he'll never hear this. <laughs> but Gareth Roderick, we dig you. Um, right. Also right. a good... Do we get... What do we get? We get um, we get mentioned every 50 scores, do we? Is that right? Have we got that yes. right? Yes. Yeah, right. Come on then. Apart from pre-season, apparently it doesn't apply to pre-season. Ah. Otherwise, we'd have been mentioned three times. Oh, good! Cool. He had a good pre-season, didn't yeah. he? Well, it doesn't apply to second eleven games either, obviously, because oh. fifty for the, the second. Boo! Well, look, we need Roderick Watch. Yes, we do. We okay, do. that there we are. That's Rodders cool. Also, watch. worth mentioning, decent with the gloves because that yeah. means yeah, he's actually. really handy option to have in your first team squad. Just as an aside, games last year he was absolutely. Super I think we're going to come on to that later, but. Um, I posed the question, didn't I, that you know Ben Cox didn't have the best season with the bat last year. Had a you know one game in, admittedly, um, didn't didn't do much in this game. Roderick's an option yeah. if he's not careful. Oh, there'll be mutiny, Pete. I mean, I'd, keep him honest. Yeah. I mean, that's what, what they've done. For places they've made sure that they have got options, Pete, as you said. Yeah, I think um, there's one word to describe the club's recruitment process. To be honest, bravo. Oh, oh. Daryl Butler, link uh, of the season in the first, in the first 20 first minutes. That's, that's, it's like when somebody scores a worldy first first game of the season, isn't it? It's yeah. a goal of the season contender. We haven't even finished August yet. Well, he plays for Chennai Sue Perkins. Moeen must have something to do with this. He's like, yeah. look, he I'll just get... He played with Moeen for the Victorians as well in the Bangladesh. Did he really? Yeah. Oh, connections. He's like, yeah. Moe's just obviously gone to him and so said, So maybe that's Dwayne. what he is then. Maybe he's just our scout. I, I'll take it. <laughs> yeah, look, look, I dig Mo. He, he just makes us better. He's a good dude and he gives us international clout. He's obviously had a word with Dwayne and said, Dwayne, you know those Yorkers you bowl? Couldn't have to do with that because we cannot <laughs> bowl at the death, can we? We were rubbish at the death last year. So Dwayne Bravo, he can swing the bat late on as well. Sort of fallen away as a batsman, isn't he, really? Yeah. But he can hit a long ball. Um, so, yeah, recruitment pretty good, actually. Yeah. A positive. Feel positive. good about it. Very yeah. Good. Um, Happy. 
Okay, marvellous. So, the ins and outs have been taken care of. Sorry for missing you out, Azarali. We respect you. Big up. And, um... No, we didn't miss him, mate. No, that's no, a good I point. Did. That's on me. Yeah. Yeah. No worries, mate. Well, it's, one actually, episode, this, one error. For this is sort of like pre-season for us, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Um, right. On to the um, astonishing, iconic, internationally renowned, unmissable Worcester watch. How was that for a sell? Oh yes, that's great. Where's the jingle? I haven't done your you jingle. We need to create one. Oh, this is. We'll get one. We'll get yeah. one for you, Daz. I'm, Don't I'm, worry. I'm going to throw it out there, Daz. I'll, I'll make a note. Yep. Do a jingle for Daz because he could because he couldn't possibly do it himself. Right, <laughs> what's the When watch? are they arriving? Daz, what have you got? Shall we start with the IPL? Press this button. There's loads of buttons in front of me. We're in the studio. Can I press this button here? No, don't press any of the buttons. You're not allowed <laughs> to press any of the buttons. <laughs> Why not? Right, Daz. Yes, it's the IPL. Well, we've got two people to look at for the uh, Chennai Super Kings now, haven't we? Of course, there's... Uh, Big Mo and Dwayne Bravo. Mo, 86 runs in the first four games. Not at the best of starts. And he got 48 against the Sunrisers the other day. Um, have you seen, though, the run out? He got run out for three in the first game. Uh, sorry, the last game against the Challengers. No, I'll be honest with you. I don't watch any of the IPL. I find it crushingly dull. Oh, I do. Do you? Re- no, I mean, well, you're I, a team I, player. I, no, I, because for the IPL, is, it's, it's the fact that it's franchised. It just doesn't. There's no appeal to me in anything that's franchised. I can't, I can't get my head around a sport where you're not, where it's not nas- uh, national or city based. You can't connect. I mean? You can't, can't connect, connect to locales. Well, okay. Well, this is going to be a hard sell then. Let's, um, let's, <laughs> tell me about tell me about the Chennai Superkings and the competition that I don't watch and you don't like. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have seen the run out. Uh, Go got he got stung with an absolute worldly bit of fielding uh, from Silash. Prabudesia. Oh, I nice. I pronounced that correctly. That wasn't bad. I think I pronounced that correctly. <laughs> yeah, that was quite good. <laughs> he's, pushed, he's just sort of pushed from behind backward point, and it should have been running away towards the boundary for an easy two or, or possibly even a boundary. Backward point fielders, one-handed to his right, full stretch, picked the ball up, mowing halfway down the pitch for the run, and he's in one motion flung back into the keeper to whip the bales off, mowing in absolute no-man's land. One of the best pieces of fielding you'll see in a long time. I would say he's the Jonty Rhodes. Of the month month. Of the era, yeah. <laughs> got that go. one in. Got that one in. <laughs> Have you got a retweet available, Daz? Um, I can retweet the highlights, yeah. We'll do that. Definitely. Yeah. Well worth a watch. Yeah, so, OK. Uh, we'll get that out that on, was, the, uh, on the Twitter machine. Yeah, that was last weekend. So uh, That was three. He got 48 the week before, and he's at 35 against... Uh, against the Super Giants. Uh, Dwayne Bravo, three for 30 in the first game against the Knight Riders, and then a wicked a game after that. So seven wickets in five games for Go him. Go on, Dwayne. Uh, Super Kings, though, not having a great start. The second from bottom this year after winning it last year. So Wow. Crossed. We'll see how they get on. Yeah. Got a job neither of you care. No, I mean, <laughs> I mean we, re- we really don't. No, not interested. We really don't, but in some people might, and that's why we did the 100 last year. Some people might, so we're including it. Let's not marginalise these people, even though they're fundamentally wrong in what they believe. Absolutely. Yeah, right. okay, good. Absolutely. Should we move on to the second eleven? Go on. They had a great win to start the season. They played against Gloucestershire at Kidderminster last week. Great outground, Kidderminster. Great outground. Yeah. Great outground. Batting first, the county made 320. Not huge, but uh, a great start. Lots of runs shared across the board. Evitz, Cullen, Gibbon all made uh, 30 odds. Roderick and Banton getting uh, 50s. 50s. Others. Sponsored Officially. by Honor Pair. Yeah. I think that was down to us. I think we'll take the credit for that. Well, he started the season. First knock, 50. Yeah. I'm not saying it is us, but it might very yeah. well be. I think we got something to do with it. Yeah. I know you're coming on to this, Daz, but who top scored? <laughs> um, I'm looking forward to on. this. What's his name, Daz? I've written it down phonetically. Yeah. Uh, Rehan. Yeah. That's his name. 
A Davalath. Sorry, what? A Davalath. Rehan a Davalath. That's better. That's okay. It. Okay. Very well. How did he get on? He top scored with 57. Right. Lovely. Absolutely superb. Top scored with 57. Uh, one thing to look out for that, I'll retweet this one as well for you. Um, the Cornell, 50, he got 15. He was run out, batting with Roderick. It's absolutely superb. There's nothing particularly funny about it, but the the way he realises he's getting sent back as he's halfway down the wicket and you just see his feet spin round a bit like the roadrunner as he's going <laughs> over <laughs> that cliff <laughs> tries to turn round <laughs> it's like the Titanic turning <laughs> right have you noticed that early on Daz has focused very much on run outs yeah and low, low, very low like quality running career. between the wicket I just, you know I think that's a good laying the groundwork yeah. Yeah. even the greats <laughs> if I was doing that I'd be focusing on the ducks as well but yep. uh, so yeah, that's worth a look. I'll have a, uh, I'll have a retweet of that as well. Not not as good as uh, the mowing one, but uh, no, okay. Funny run out all the same. So any more for any more for the county batting first. They bowled Gloucester for ninety five. Wow. Yes. yes. Uh, Reeve Evitz took four for eleven that first innings, and then following on bowled him out again for one hundred and fifty six. Evitz again three for thirty and innings and sixty nine runs. Thank you very much indeed. Oh, that's we'll a, ham- a bit of that. That's a hammering, isn't it? It's absolutely. Astounding win. Fantastic start to the season for the second. Yeah, good on you. Second 11. That's love it. your work. Um, nothing for the women yet, but they do start their season tomorrow. They do. The and I tell you what, we should learn a little bit more about that, Daz. But you don't want to learn it from me. No, I don't. You want to learn it from them. You get me? Let's go. Women's Rapids are back in action in 2022 and we can't wait to get going. We kick off our ECBT20 campaign against Staffordshire at Milford Hall on April the 18th before taking on Berkshire at Bromsgrove CC on April the 24th. The group stage then concludes against Shropshire at Bromsgrove on May the 2nd before finals day on May the 8th. It's never in the fall. 50 over competitions back for another year. We're taking on staffs at Hells Owen and then Warwickshire and Wales later on in August. And finals day is the 4th of September. England women will also be visiting New Road to take on South Africa on the 23rd of July 2022. It's an exciting year for the Women's Rapids and Women's Cricket in Worcestershire. We look forward to seeing as many of you as possible at our games this season. Hey, are you see? Just let them explain it. And the England team are at New Road because we're going, boys. We are. You got us tickets. I did get you tickets. I'm nice it's like that. Starts paid you yet? If not, I get him, get it off him before he leaves. You That's a good like. point. He hasn't paid no. me yet, has he? Hey. <laughs> right, I suppose well, no, that's slander on this podcast. Thank you very much. Women's Rapids opening the innings, opening the season tomorrow at Milford Hall in Staffordshire with a mm-hmm. T20 match. Have you played there before, Jim? You've played all over the shop. I haven't played there. It's beautiful ground. I've, have you been? I've been. I've played there, obviously, because I'm not no, good enough. But no, I've, I've, um, I've never played there. It's just sort of on the edge of the Canic Chase, just as you go into Stafford. It's beautiful. It's very nice. There's a country hall next to it. I can't remember what it's called, but. Hey, I tell you what, I always had you down as more National Front than National Trust. (laughs) But, you know, that's a lovely, what a lovely tour. Uh, Good on you. All right, we're all right wing compared to you, Jim. I'm not that bad. (laughs) Okay, well, yes, the uh, Women's Rapids, we'll keep a keen eye on them. Hopefully, um, we'll have a friend of the show 
Chloe on next time round, Chloe Hill the skipper, um, and hopefully good thing for them because they look like they've um, they've got a good side. Sarah Glenn back in action for them, Emily Arlett as well, a lot of the usual faces. Boycott causing all kinds of grief, no, no doubt. And um, yeah, good on them. We'll have them on in a bit. Um, so I suppose, gents, we should probably have a quick chat about a game of cricket. What happened? I suppose we better add. First game of the season, boys. And I mean, based on last year, where we had to wait for about 753 days for an, a, a result of some kind, it was just draw central. <laughs> draw galore. This was genuinely exciting. Um, if you didn't know, it was match drawn. Worcestershire were trying desperately to bowl the last man out for Leicestershire, um, but they managed to cling on 218 for nine they were match drawn. They were never going to chase down the total they wanted. Um, but Worcestershire played some really good cricket here, boys. What did you make of it? We won't, we won't deep dive it, but well, what are your initial reactions? First game of the season, Pete. I was pleased with it. I thought, it was, as you say, it was a great game. Shame we lost so much time to bad weather and bad light. Um, but... There was nothing about it really that I can pick holes in. Anything I've got is is, is a bit sort of niggly. Um, so yeah, I thought it was a great game. Some good batting performances. Some good, some good solid bowling. But ultimately, we came up against a brick wall in Hassan Azad and just couldn't couldn't get him out. Um, and neither could the Durham bowlers yesterday either. Um, do you know what, Pete? I'm with you. I, I, there's, there's no gripes there. I think Worcestershire played some really good cricket. We were umming and ahhing, weren't we? I was sort of concerned. Why are we having a bat here? It's hoofing down with rain. Uh, and the kind of the better weather's going to be at the weekend. Why are we doing this? And then there was a whole kind of thing, oh, we, we, we should be declaring, we should be getting them in and bowling them yeah. out. They'll never make 280 or what have you. But actually, every decision that was made seemed to be right. I mean, I think Dolly got it spot on, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. it just didn't happen, did it? Like you say, Azad uh, was a brick wall at the end, and Hendricks was as well. I mean, yeah, he batted well. You don't want to see a test player coming in at the end, regardless of how, 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 how good a batsman he is. If you want Hendrick... to bowl somebody out, you don't want a test player coming in. The, the thing is, the, they were they stayed in for a for a long time. What was it? Something like twenty overs. Yeah, a couple of hours. I mean, he faced 60, 65 balls, didn't he, Hendricks? And uh, the thing is, it didn't look like getting out. It wasn't like Worcestershire no. bottled it and it was fizzing past the outside edge, and they were bowling rubbish. It was just hitting the middle of the bat. The wicket got better and better and better, and they never looked like getting out. And of, what more can you do? A couple of minor gripes for me, just at the very on, end. Pete. Um, and they are say being picky. I thought we could have really crowded the bat at the end. It seemed to like took to the last over before they really crowded it. They're not getting the runs. You know, you need everybody you can in catching positions, and it 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 didn't. It sort of felt like a safe or balanced, but feel. But that again, maybe being a little bit picky. Also, whilst I like the variation from the bowlers, they came um, uh, around the wicket, they came over the wicket. I thought some of the short bowling in the very end when you're you're using up balls was too short. You know, they were never going to play at it. It was just duck underneath it, and it was a waste of a delivery. But that's about as picky as I can get. Yeah. If I'm going to pick at anything, and you, I mean, you said you were happy with the declaration, I thought we could have put them in the night before. I'd maybe half an hour I'm not, the night before. I, I know you're you not, not sure about it, but I, I was more at than the time. We had, we had 350 by then. 300 was enough. I thought at the time 250 would be enough. I mean, we I mean, declare with 250 on the board, but three, 300 was more than enough. We could have given them half an hour, I think, the night before. I mean, and, and it would have given us five overs extra in the evening. Possibly. It but, might not have come off, but. At the time, I kind of thought. Get them in, get them in, and just give them eight overs at night, and just see if we can wobble them. But when you look at look at how Pollock was picking it off, look at how we were batting. Yeah. I don't think I don't think they made the wrong call there at all. Essentially, we had we had what twenty five overs to take two wickets, and yeah. it just oh, flat out, and that was, that was even with the new ball. Yeah. I think yeah. 
I, I I can't I can't I can't gripe them at all. I can't complain about anything they did. I there think was... it was it was one of those where um, Worcestershire outplayed them, but when it really really mattered, the wicket kind of flattened out, and it justifies the declaration and the decision. We got a few quite generous. There was a couple of decisions I think the umpires were quite mm. favourable at LBW wise to make it a bit more saucy than it otherwise could have yeah, been. Yeah, but I thought I thought I thought I mean they, Jack Ains in the first innings got a one that maybe shouldn't have been given as well. So. Yeah, and that's true. And that's true. I think my biggest disappointment is the fact that we failed, not through lack of effort, to beat Leicestershire. And it feels like if you want to be promotion candidates, you've got to beat Leicestershire twice because however good we were, they're not great. No, and it that's feels true. Like I'm disappointed because we should be picking up maximum points against them. With I say without being disrespectful, it's entirely being disrespectful. But you know what I mean. I mean, I mean, I, I totally get what you're saying. I, I think um, you do want to be beating Leicestershire if you want to go up. Absolutely, because I mean, Chris Wright was excellent. But beyond that, their bowling attack I think is very, very ordinary. Um, but they'll probably be saying the same thing about us. Yeah. But um, but no, I, I thought I thought Dolly's hundred was brilliant. I thought it was. Um, it was. It was so beautifully balanced he played with a real application and determination and grit again he didn't look like getting out and the the batting time allowed us to get to a point which i kind of thought if we make if we make 250 then he's done his job here and we went we went far past that um to nearly get 350 um to potentially set us up for a win i thought his his bowling changes were proactive and positive yeah. Um, and he showed a little bit of imagination, chucked Azar Ali the ball. Uh, I gave him a chance to do something. He, he nicked out a wicket, which is just as well because he didn't score any runs. <laughs> just on the Dolly century, Jim, you know, good players uh, score 50s, great players score 100s, don't they? Yeah. You always say? Yeah. Yeah. It's really hard to score 100. You can find your way to 50 with a few kind of streaky shots and a few yeah. good shots and a little bit of luck. And I'm not, not dismissing 50s, like play, getting a 50 in county cricket, but getting 100 is tough. It's mentally tough. Um, and I love to see that with Dolly because the responsibility seems to be suiting him well. Yeah. Um, I thought it was great seeing him counterattack with Barnard and Leach as well because yeah. of the amount of times last year we said uh, on, on this, some of these dogged early season wickets, counterattack, have a pop because you're going to get one with your name on it eventually. Well, that's the, the pleasing. And, and that's what they, they seem to do today, uh, this week, wasn't it? It was. The, and the pleasing thing for me, whilst I, I mentioned some, some niggly little points, is that you know whilst Hendricks and Wright early on, as you say, for Leicestershire bowled well, the bowlers to back them up weren't that great I, I know the one lad Barnes I think was unlucky he had one put down in the first over but him and I mean, Ben Mike I think went for 42 off eight yeah. overs um, that, you know you're not going to get anywhere with that whereas our bowling attack they backed each other up they bowled in partnerships so bowling wise I thought we were really good and actually um, I think for Leicestershire it, to give them a bit of credit Lewis Hill he did, took the same approach didn't he yes he yeah. attacked against us and, and sort of knocked us about a little bit for, for the middle part yep. of their inning. If you take yeah. that absolute sitter of a catch at slip, though, he's not there to yeah, do it. Correct. Anyway, yeah, correct, yeah, yeah. We I mean, that, that was my... The, the only downer I have on that was just that a couple of slip catches and that annoys me a little bit. But I, I think... I think was there, there was, there was, It was feast or famine with the catches, wasn't there? Was, obviously, yeah. the Haynes drop was, was criminal, but... Um, Barnard took an absolutely brilliant catch, and then there was the Baker the, took one the, as well, didn't he? Baker took one. There was the rebound catch yeah. to Cox as well, which was absolutely... absolutely uh, you know, I, I think... I'm absolutely fine with the way they've started the season. Yeah. I really am. I think normally I'm the grumpy one that looks to find, you know, what you know, what can we do better? I think the the pitch just turned out to be a feather bed. That's a good point. I and think when you're number a ten, I mean, I mean, and you lost two sessions in the morning on the first day as well. The only really disappointing thing about this, for me as a cricket fan, is that there were two teams here that were playing hard cricket and playing positive cricket, and at times some really good cricket, both sides. 
And what's really let them down is the ridiculous rule that if you lose overs during the day, we'll tack them on at the end, not put them on at the beginning. Mm. Because it's April, the first week in April, and we've lost we- we've lost overs because of bad weather. So you go, oh, we'll just play on till 7 at night. Will you, on the 5th of April or whatever yeah, it is, start at 10am? Why don't the ECB start at 10am and then you'll get... So over Friday, Saturday, Sunday, we could have had 40, or more, 40 yeah. more overs, which means Worcestershire actually could have batted them out of the game, and we might have had a better chance of winning. It, it goes it goes some some days for you, some days not. Also, the, if you've got lights, use them properly. Yeah. Not this, you know, daylight has to be the main source or whatever the ruling is. If so you've you, got lights, stick them on, play. Just start at 10 o'clock? Yeah. What, what's yeah. the difference? What's the difference in terms of antisocial behaviour? Like, well, I couldn't possibly get out of bed in time for a 10 a.m. start. I mean, it's bonkers. So, um, so that that annoyed me. We basically wasted. We could have gotten half a day's worth of overs in, yep. if they hadn't been so weird and rigid. And go well. We'll stick. We'll just play till nine o'clock in winter. And, and miraculously, the light doesn't hold. Um, so but you make a good point about the pitch because it did feel like in the final session, or certainly session in a bit, it it seemed to just become a little bit lifeless. There weren't really many. I think Leach got one to rip past Hendricks. Um, and he caused him a trouble, uh, some trouble with a bouncer, but it just didn't seem to offer anything, did it, in the end? And there was just nothing available. Which does bring me on to a question. You raised it a couple of times last year, and I've, I've sort of haven't commented on it yet. I've been mulling it over, and I'm inclined to agree with you. Do you feel that the pace attack, you've said it before, is a little bit one-dimensional? Do you still feel that that is the case? Because I know you, you like the Ben Gibbon signing by virtue he's a left armour. Yeah, well, I, I mean, it's just our bowling attack is right arm medium or right arm medium fast. Yeah. And that's not to belittle anyone there because it's really difficult to know which of the right arm seamers to bowl because they're all yeah. really good quality. Um, my feeling is with the side is that we're one good bowling variation from being a really dangerous side. I think that's going to be the difference between us being somewhere near the top and being somewhere near the middle. And that's where I feel like we're probably yeah. going to be is just above halfway. Um, that's kind of my feel. Um, because of that, just that one lack of quality variation. Um, it's nice to see Baker come in and play some county cricket. I think he, he's, he's got a really good stock delivery and there's a really good piece of clay there to mould into a really good quality yeah. professional cricketer. Um, so it, I'm glad that he's getting a chance because I feel like he's too good for the seconds. Um, but I'd, I'd love a left-arm seamer. We'll see what Gibbons has got, but he's only a young lad. It did just feel like he, he'd run out of option. You know, Leach gives you that aggression. Pennington gives you that little bit of extra pace. Um, sadly, Morris and Barnard weren't offering a great deal on that in that final session. Um, I don't think it was suited to them. No, so it was down but, to the two, really. And... But the tricky bit is that Barnard and, and Morris, in the, the two sessions before, bowled really nicely. They did. That oh, yeah. wicket, wicket to wicket. I think what, what what's telling is that, pretty much, with the exception of um, Pennington, Cox can stand up to the stumps to him. Um, and you can bat out, you can bat out your crease to them. We have a really good array of right arm, medium fast bowlers for almost any deck, but that is all we've got at, at mm. the moment. In that sense, and that it is nitpicking because I feel like we're a good, we're a better side than we were last year. I agree. I feel and like I- we're a stronger batting unit. I think we're a more dangerous side. I think we're still a really strong fielding unit. I think. I like the way Dolly's captain this game, so I feel good about this season. Yeah. But yeah, I, I do. I do think we are a a a good variation light. That might be why I've come up a little bit short this week, mightn't it? So, yeah. yeah. I think yeah. I like like I said, everything that we've got criticism wise is very very minor. 
same as you, I feel really good about it, really strong. We play some really positive cricket. And unfortunately, I think it's also worth remembering that there is not really any true real 11s out there anymore. I've seen a few comments on Facebook about, oh, Worcestershire struggled to get out number 11s. Well, first of all, one of them was an opener. Yeah. Just <laughs> yeah. And it was brilliant. And secondly, as you said, the number 11 is a, t- a test international cricketer. Um, yeah. and look, they, I mean, they earned, we, we, we bowled well. Yeah. You know, they earned that draw. They yeah, really they did. did. Yeah, yeah, I thought right. it was a cracking game of cricket. Yeah, I think um, a, a really good start to the season. We were ahead of the game, barring the first the first half of the rain-affected day. We were ahead of the game. Yep. Um, you can't really argue with that. It just just a feather pretty bed. much every session, just couldn't quite win the, the end, match. Yeah. 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 That's progress in my book. Yeah. Good on them. Really? i tell you what, because we're rusty, there's a bit of news that we haven't done. And I sort of want to just shout out there. Great to have the live feeds, by the way. Thought that was ace. Free cricket coverage. I think it's great. Yeah, um, good that the club are going for the um, it's free after tea yes. for the county championship. Yeah. I love that, inclusive and everything else. I love the fact that we've got women's cricket, international cricket and New Road. I love the fact that we've got the disability cricket on before the Derbyshire game. Yeah. Um, so that should have been in the news, but uh, I've not slept a lot. Uh, not because I've been partying. I've got the, a small... The live can... feeds is brilliant because they could have easily said... Restrictions have ended. You can all go back to watching in the st- in the grounds now, and but we can't. A lot of people are working, working at home, mm. things like that, and, and you can stick the cricket on for an hour. And did you see yesterday the um, that brilliant game between Essex and Somerset had over six thousand people watching it yeah, yesterday morning? Go. Yeah. Oh my. Oh my goodness. Yeah. When uh, uh, Essex were chasing what eighty four. Yeah. And they were they four hammered four Somerset, and they were four for four, and they only just crept over the line. Um, county cricket is brilliant. Yeah, it's it a is. really good watch. And I'm just going back to the live feeds again, actually. A shout out to the, the Leicester commentator on the end of the third day when he went to do the um, roundup for the local BBC. And Barnard had just been uh, bold for, for naught at the end of the day before the overnight declaration. He said, he, he rounded off his report saying there, and uh, at the end of the day there, Barnard castled for naught. Hey! <laughs> Should have seen it coming. That's the yeah, trouble. Know, yeah, hey, absolutely. where you're from? Oh, we're all we're back on form, <laughs> boys. I was I was worried we'd be wobbly, but we're still just about on that just, horse, aren't we? Just still afloat, aren't we? Right. So there we are. Generally speaking, we're a happy bunch. Generally speaking, we're happy with recruitment. Generally speaking, we're happy with the first game of the season. Just um, um, one gen- thing I forgot. Is there any update on Libby? Because he didn't play the final day, did he? Got hit on the helmet in the third day when they were going. Him and Pollock were going bonkers. Do you know um, what? I don't and he know. He didn't field in the final day, so I don't know whether that was a concussion sort of protocol. Well, I think that he, he didn't need to be out there, so they thought yeah, they'd play it safe. Because like, you know, yeah. they, I mean, they they did spend quite a bit of time with him, didn't they? When he when he got pinged on the lid. Yeah. Um, I imagine a precautionary measure. I don't know though, Pete. I'm making an educated guess in the purposes of moving things forward. <laughs> um, all, Thanks, I'm yeah. actually, all, we, all we need to do really is make sure that they improve the running between the wickets. Um, yeah, oh, yeah, that was that was the only. <laughs> yeah, I actually forgot that was the one thing <laughs> that was a little bit like. How many times, Jim, have you said that was the one thing, the one gripe I had in this game? No, it's, it's not a gripe. Five, it's, five, 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 it was the five, one thing that that, I, that was genuinely wasn't very good. Um, it was. I did call it. I did say Azar Ali would not make double figures in his first innings for Worcestershire. You did. I did call it. Yeah, you did call and, it. And um, that run out. I mean, that was village stuff, wasn't it? Yeah, I've got some. I've got uh, uh, footage of it actually here. There you go. That's one for the older <laughs> listeners. Hey? hey? Hey, something for everyone. Sorry, worst gag ever. Um, at least I didn't crowbar that in about ten minutes late. <laughs> um, right, gentlemen, I'm tired. 
as are the listeners, most likely. Um, so we're going to have a crack at some predictions, I think, Pete. Yep. And then we'll move on to any other business. So what have you got in terms of predictions, mate? What are we doing with this? This is your little brainchild. Well, what I thought is at the start of the season, we could have a little guess about what, how we're going to do in each competition, who's going to be the leading run scorer, who's going to be the leading wicket taker. If nothing else, it will provide some amazing audio for later in the season when these predictions go horribly wrong. Right, OK. So basically setting ourselves up for a fall. Professional yeah. stuff. What competitions we're doing, what we're saying and why. OK, county championship. I've got us as promotion favourites with knots. That's where I'm going with that. What do you reckon? Pete, that's saucy. I mean, you're partisan and I dig that. You are ever the optimist. I think you're a little bit generous. OK. I think I think we're just above halfway. That's my that's my feeling. I've, you know, I know there's only is it eight teams. <sighs> Well, oh, we've th- third or fourth, but I think I think we'll be a little I think we'll be a little bit off the um, the front runners. I think we're struggling to finish above Notts and Durham. Yeah, but I, we, I think we could easily finish third. Okay, well you go third, I'll go fourth just for misery. So what are you going second? Ah, first, first, we're, yes, winning the league. I'm hoping going... as we're talking, Glamorgan have beaten Notts, and that, therefore we're in. That's a reasonable challenge, actually. Um, okay, so you're going you're going first. I love you, Pete. Uh, I'm, I'm the Doom Merchant at halfway up, and Daz, <laughs> I think, has got a pretty reasonable shout at three there. I quite like that. T20, I'm going quarters. I reckon one, one step further than last year, I reckon we've got a quarterfinal spot. Here's my feeling on it. I, I, I think we're much more dangerous with the bat. I really like the Pollock signing. I like the Munro signing, and I think Dwayne Bravo is going to make a real difference. If we get Pat Brown back and get in those knuckleballs, and I reckon it's down to the weather. I know that's miserable, but I think the difference is we've got to win early. We've got to win while we've got Mo. And if we if we get affected by the weather when Mo if, if Mo's not on the park, we ain't winning anything, mate. Okay, so can I have your heavily caveated prediction, please? <sighs> I reckon we scrape through the quarterfinals and come up short there. That's my thing. I think we're going to miss out on finals day. Right. Cool. So, okay. Right. I'm going one further then. We're better side than last year. We're getting further than last year. We finished fifth last year. We're going to be in the top four. Don't care where we're going to be in the court final. We'll smash it. We're going to smash Gloucester, I reckon, down there. Down in Bristol. What a day out that will be. I don't know. (laughs) Third or fourth, beat Gloucester. Finals day. Moe's back. Leads us to glory. Does it go and win? Wow. Okay. Well, look... What are, you, what, what are you saying then? What did you say for the quarters, T20? Quarters, I reckon. Okay, so, so me, I've so, quarters, you've said semis, Daz says winners. No, I've said quarters. How did you? No, quarters. okay, so what we're saying is the worst case scenario here out of all of us is a quarter final spot. Yep. That's pretty good. <laughs> okay, uh, one day cup. See, I don't know how to call this one. Um, see, I think this is the competition where I think we're going to be good. I think this is the competition where we've got a real chance of winning it. I'm going to be a little bit vague. I say we're going to be uh, knocking on the door of, of the latter stages. I think we're in the last four. Okay. I think we're in the last four because I think this time round, I don't think the likes of Pat Brown um, or Dylan Pennington necessarily did enough to get themselves Billy Big Time 100. I don't know. Okay. Ben Cox Ben Cox isn't going to get a gig in the 100, is he? He didn't get a game last year. Yeah. If, so if, I, if, think, I think we're going to be a better side. I think we're going to have more senior pros. If we've pretty much got the first 11 in a second 11 competition, we should be finishing in the top two or three in the group without a shadow of a doubt. We'll, we'll, lo- then... we'll lose a couple. To, I mean, Haynes isn't going to the 100, is it? He's going to be better. Yeah. Bar- Baker's going to be better. Banton's going to be better. Um, Finch is going to be better. I think he's going to be in for a decent season in the, um, the ODI. And then Jack Leach. Uh, Joe, <laughs> Joe Leach. Hey, oh, please. no. Damn it. What about Gavin Haynes? Yeah. Did I say Gavin Haynes? Yeah. Oh, no, no, you didn't. No. Oh, don't do that to me. <laughs> I'm sleep deprived. Okay, so I reckon semis. I reckon we're going to go all right in that. Yeah, I think what so as well. Okay. Uh, last two then, player predictions. Leading wicket taker. 
I'll let you two go first on this one. I'm going to go Morris just to take it off you. <laughs> I was going to do that. I was going to go Morris just to take it off Pete. Oh, blimey. Uh, I don't know because they share it about, didn't they? Last year, there was only a couple of wickets yeah, between them. I'll, I'll go Leach. I'll go Leach because it's boring and obvious. Go on, Pete. Pennington. You said that with confidence. You yeah. really enjoyed that, didn't you? I did. And leading run scorer? It was Jake Libby, isn't it? I think you're an idiot if you don't go for Jake Libby. Yeah, you basically are an idiot. And I'm an idiot, don't... so what I'm going to do... Well, I am. What? Okay. Are you disagreeing? What, that you're an idiot? Yeah. Absolutely not. <laughs> Carry on. No, I, mean, I think you're an idiot if you don't go for Jake Libby, but look at the way Dolly started. I think the captaincy oh. could be just turn him on. And uh, I think, yeah, I'm going to go for Dolly. Why not? Well, that's a good shout, actually. I like that. And you're already ahead. Yeah, absolutely. Hey? Yeah, yeah, getting there early. We have 50 quid on it, don't we? <laughs> Pete? Oh, I'm, going for, by the end of April. I'm going for 97s as good as a ton. Haynes himself. Jack. Jack Haynes. That's yeah. leading run score. So me and Pete us. have been idiots and right. I've gone for, for Libby. So, I mean, I've gone for our best player. You've gone for the guy who's got 100 already. Yeah. And looked very, very good doing it. And you've gone for the guy who's never scored a county championship 100. But was uh, given out LBW when he shouldn't have been. So already conspiring against me. The umpires this year. <laughs> you've only just made the choice, you Wally. No, I made ages ago, mate. <laughs> yeah, okay. I've ago. always believed in him. Um, well, okay. Well, I mean, fair play to you. Um, so there we are. We have our predictions locked in. Lock locked them in. in, Pete. What are we betting for, Pete? What's the, what's the, what's the winner get? Um, well, I, there was one more I was going to ask oh, you, Jim. Yeah, which, uh, how many runs do you think Daryl's scoring this year oh, for the unicorns gosh. as a prediction? <sighs> wow, okay. How I many mean, games do you do to play, Daz? Are we doing this in binary, yeah? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> how many um, games are you playing, Daz? Well, I don't know how many I'll be playing, but there's, I think there's 14 unicorns games. All right, I'll tell you what. Well, let's, how about this? Uh, four I've, of the T20s. So. Okay, I'm playing on the 15th of May, my annual game of cricket. I just play one a year. Um, at, up at the club in Shropshire. Oh yeah. So, higher or lower? Do I score more in that <laughs> one innings than Daz scores in the season? I only played once last season. I got twenty-seven not out. Okay. And well, I reckon that was more than what Daz got all season. Oh, yeah. I, I reckon because I, I think Daz is going to be much improved this year. I think he's going to be more selfish at the crease. I think last year he was trying to blast his way to glory and failing. And I think he's going to take a boycott approach this year and dig in. So I think he's going to score more runs than you. Okay, no, I like that. Okay, I, 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 I believe in you, Daz. Don't let me down. Daz, if you don't, go and help you. Um, no, I reckon I think it's going to be much more improved, much more stoic. I'm with you. I think we might see a top score of between 12 and 19 for Daz this season. And I think he's going to be more dependable, yeah. hog, Hoggard-esque. That's where oh, I'm God going is. with it. Yeah, he's going to be. Go, I used to have the hog on haircut, didn't I? Do you remember? Yes, the, you back did. In day, back in my twenties. There you go. Okay, okay. fourteen games. I'm going to say. Oh, I mean, if he gets fifty for the season, I'll be happy with him. If he could get hundred, that'd be nice. What's that? Seven and a half and seven and a half average. Fourteen games. Yeah, I'm not playing every game though, am I? So. Okay. All right. Let's let's say. Probably ambitious as it is. All right. Um, well, okay. You, you sold it for me. Forty-two runs. All right. I think you're going to top edge your way over fifty. <laughs> uh, I'm banking on you, Daz, this year. I'm going to put you at a massive sixty. I'm, I'm, I'm being optimistic. I'm just want to. I want to back me mates. That's what I want to do. Right. Well, what if I? Go- I mate. No, I, I back your mates. You've gone for sixty. That's his BMI. So that's a nice little. 
Nice little tie. <laughs> um, well, I mean, everyone must be tuning out by now because this has become incredibly self-indulgent. But there we are, all of our predictions. If you want us to predict anything in your lives, just tweet <laughs> us at on <laughs> underscore a underscore pair. We'll just predict it. We don't know. We're just making it up. Anyway, let's get out of Dodge because these people deserve better. Um, the finally, any other business is back as it should be. And this week we are doing... Players who play county cricket for other counties that we'd like to see in a pairs shirt. So, who'd like to kick us off with their selection? Peter de Sonberg put his hand up. It doesn't really work in a podcast context. <laughs> so, Pete, you've nominated yourself. Okay, uh, who have you got? Okay, um, before I get to my choice, I just want a, a couple of qu- nominations. Um, if this question had been asked a couple of years ago, I would have said Kyle Abbott because I think he was a great player for us and he's. I've, not liked him being at Hampshire, taking all those wickets. I've also loved to have seen James Hildreth put on a Worcestershire shirt. Um, classic county cricket batsman. Alec Axel, have you got anyone interesting? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, because that, that wouldn't be me, would it, Jim? So uh, the player I've gone for yeah. um, is, and I've gone up the road to Warwickshire, <gasps> Sam Hain. Deary <gasps> I mean, that's naughty, but that's a great shout. Also, I would say the reason I've done that is because if we have him, they don't have him, and they make him easier to, easier to beat them. So take their best player off them. That's a really yeah. good shout. So that's, that, I mean, Pete, that's quite clever. So because, Sam Hain, and he can play every format. Yeah, they they call him a three sixty degree player. I hate that phrase. I think it's dreadful. Um, but he's got a massive average in one day cricket. I think he's <laughs> averaging nearly sixty in list A cricket. Yeah. That's fifty overs, by the way. Jim. Thanks, mate. I never get that, um, do I? But that's largely helped by 161 not out he hit against us at New Road a few years ago. Um, yeah, really exciting player. Uh, got a decent first class record as well. Um, every time he comes into bat, I'm a little bit worried when we play the Bears. So I'm going Sam Hain. Very well. Uh, that is a very respectable effort. Big up yourself. Um, Daz. Well, my second choice was um, I've got a bit more exciting than Pete. Darren Stevens, obviously. I mean, do you Why know what? Wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you? Three years ago, that would have been a really exciting, cool, scenester, retro football shirt choice. <laughs> now it's horribly mainstream. Yeah. Right. Oh, Dara Stevens, it's magic. Um, I, mean, it's, I mean, it is a good shout, but do you know what? I think I know who you've picked. Do you know uh, what else I like? Oh, go on then. I think I know who you've picked. You, you, you've if we haven't, notes here. if we haven't, if I've got this wrong, I'll then, the, then I'll something's the, happened in your life, I'll and I feel the other like player who, who came to my mind straight away it was Stevie Eskenazi. Because every time I've seen him bat, I've enjoyed it. But... I tell you, he took apart um, my boy Baker, didn't yeah. he? Last season at New Road, he was brilliant. Um, I think you've, if if you don't pick this guy, something's gone wrong in your life, and you need a little bit of assistance. I think it's this. This isn't just an opening batsman. This is a chisel-jawed, high-cheekboned, left-handed technician (laughs) of the highest order, a former England captain and knight of the realm, 12,472 test runs, 33 test centuries, and one sumptuous wicket. All the ingredients that make up the ultimate opener, Alistair Cook. Come on, it's Cookie, isn't it? It's Chef. 
Well, I didn't know who it was until the end there. Show <laughs> <laughs> your face. It's got to be Chef, right? Well, it has got to be the Chef, but... I knew it! You love him. I, mean, I do you, love him. You love him Unlike deeply. You two, I haven't obsessed with people I fancy, so I... <laughs> I actually misread this on the group because I went for some. I, I, I mean, it would have been Cookie. I mean, obviously, I just I'm in love with him. But I read it as a non-test cricketer, county cricketer. Well, you're an idiot. So yeah, yeah. Okay, so you, so you just so, make you've made us worse. Go on, I've, I've made you look worse. Yeah. <laughs> so I've gone for I've gone for middle order batsman who opens in T20. Durham, South African, Beddingham, Beddingham. He tore us apart last year, didn't he? Twice, once in the championship, once in the uh, the four day, and again really in the T Twenty battered us to shreds. Uh, so really for the same reason as Pete, if he's doing it for us, he can't be doing it against us, can he? So really, well, really good off the back foot, really wristy, really like him. Two um, best, two best batsmen in county cricket over the past two years: Jake Libby and uh, David Berryham. I, I mean, it's it's a yep. it's in that within your own criteria which you invented, <laughs> it is a Clearly. it is a faultless pick. <laughs> It's a faultless pick, but you've not picked. I mean, you've not picked Alistair Cook. But I did like. The, can I have the recording of that? Because I, I thought you might want I might that. So no. Tonight. <laughs> right. Okay. Who have you gone for Jim? I mean, we've we've all gone for. I would say kind of unfashionable picks. We've not gone for anyone flashy. We've not. No one's gone for a Joss Butler, have they? Well, yeah. because no I, I, I hampered myself. Yeah, <laughs> you have hamstrung yourself there. No one's gone for Ben Stokes or nothing like that. Um... Well, let's see. Uh, I've gone for... Uh, his name begins with J, just like me. Um, <laughs> this is, this is going to be hard work, isn't it? He's a left-arm spinner, just, oh, like, me, just like me. He's uh, of good West Country stock, just like me. <laughs> is it Jim Dale? He made his home in the West Midlands, just like me. I don't know. Are we doing the big and quiz of the year? And he... Uh, supports the greatest football team in the land, just like me. That's Jake Libby, isn't it? Yeah, you've just described everything about Jake Libby. <laughs> no, Jake Libby's a batsman. Spinner. He's not he left-handed, and he oh, supports right, Plymouth Argyle. He's from the West Country. It's Jake Lintot. Oh. Uh, yeah. You, you've got now, a little thing for him, haven't you? You have. Well, you've got the M&S music. He's your, domestic, he's your sort of uh, English cricket equivalent of Shikadale. Yeah, he is. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, I want to be Jake Lintot's mate. That's all it is. So pretty much I was trying to figure out who do I want to see play for Worcestershire. And I kind of thought Jimmy Neesham, just because he's an ace dude and he can do a bit of everything and he can play every format and he'd just be great copy Shikha Darwin you're in love with Shikha Darwin I'm in love with Shikha Darwin um, but Jake Lintot I basically want to be his friend because I feel like it's attainable he supports Exeter City I'm going to the Northampton away game we might get promoted that day so if you need a lift Jake let me know I'll pick you up on the way through <laughs> across from Birmingham um, he's a left arm wrist spinner and that was me when I was a kid so you know I feel like I've still got a chance he didn't turn up till he was about 27 did he so you're both yeah. piling after Warwickshire we are yeah why don't you just go and support Warwickshire if you love them so much Clean your mouth out. <laughs> and there we go. Can I'm... I just uh, give shout out though to uh, Stephen on Twitter who said in answer to the question, Moe and Ali. <laughs> yeah, 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 that's a good answer. Um, right, so what we've learned is of all the players that we could pick to represent our county from the current stock of professional players, none of us have picked uh, a test cricketer. 
or yep. an international superstar of any real repute. I've basically just tried to make a friend. You've been very pragmatic, and Daz, you've completely misunderstood the rules. <laughs> so we're so back on form as a podcast. Pretty much in keeping with what we're used to. And on that rather disappointing bombshell, we'll let you live your lives, Pairs fans. I hope you found it tolerable. We'll probably be better next time. Peace. You know you got me where you I think what was most telling there, gentlemen, is that we managed to get through an hour's worth of podcast and Daz didn't have an emotional meltdown slash swearing fit over the ECB fixture list. <laughs> yeah, well, his annual rant. Now you mention it, we're in the second week of the season and we've got a break already. What's that all about? We had the break <laughs> one week before the last round of fixtures last time round. Thanks for that. Cheers. And now we're having a break. We've had one game. Oh, you need a rest now. <laughs> Cheers. On the bank holiday weekend. Which, by the way, all the games are starting on the Thursday. Friday to Monday. Everyone's off work, you idiots. What are they doing? <laughs> what are they playing at? <laughs> I can't ridiculous. disagree with it. Absolutely ridiculous. Get me in charge. <laughs> <laughs>